Comet in your head. Season two. I love, I love your vibes tonight. Happy Wednesday, friends, and welcome back to Aquarius Behavior, a best friends podcast. I'm your co-host, Morgan. And I'm your co-host, Samantha. We invite you to hang out with us each Wednesday to take in some chaotic storytelling, low-key learning, and high-quality high quality audio. audio. That's the AdPod promise. We're back. We're back. Thank goodness. With a real full episode. Yeah. After our mini episode yeah. last week. We started talking at the end of the episode, and it was just like, no, we have to put a pin in it. You guys, Murder, She Wrote. That yes, was my amazing. big thing that I was yelling about last week on our mm-hmm, Podcast mm-hmm. Chronicles mini episode. You can watch it as many times through as you need to. Mm-hmm. I've watched Murder, She Wrote at least three times through, I think. That's impressive because there's a lot of seasons of it, that, too. It is a lot of seasons. It was on Amazon for a while and it was just like, yes. oh, yeah, we're going to clock that in. We're just going to real quick clock that in. Um, but, yeah, it can be on all day and you just can watch it. And you don't really have to pay attention to get the gist of what mm-hmm. is happening in the episode. And if I missed anything, it'll be recapped for me at the very end of the episode, which I really love. Yeah. So it's been some solid, point. yeah, some solid mm-hmm. TV. Yeah. Murder, She Wrote. Tell me your feelings. Yes. There <gasps> is something about the the procedural mm-hmm writing of the show that's bringing me a lot of comfort right now in my life because to your point you know exactly what's going on and you don't even really have to watch it Mm -hmm. you know that there is going to be you know about 10 to 15 minutes of just meeting characters and then a murder is going to happen and then you're going to spend the next 30 minutes gathering clues noticing things and then the last 15 minutes is going to be the reveal where they will recap the entire episode exactly so it's okay because i definitely have been having it on while i'm doing other things like cleaning or Mm -hmm. (laughs) taking care of the pets and so i will be able to turn away or go into another room and then i come back and i can just kind of feel and guess my way through use my context clues yes and understand where we are <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah well they look like the bad guy here because they have a scowl on their face and the music got dramatic and the camera panned in <laughs> so then i know cool they but really, they're the murderer they give it to you they really <laughs> as the audience they let you in on the secrets sometime and like yeah yeah it's fun when they do that yeah and, well and you know i have also been watching a lot of father brown mm-hmm. which is in a similar vein right it's like yeah. it's about father brown who is a priest of this parish somewhere in england like mm-hmm. a tiny little you know village mm-hmm. and he solves murders. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and the guy who plays Father Brown, I cannot remember his name, but he plays, I think he's most well known for playing Arthur Weasley in the Harry Potter's franchise. He's also in the live action of 101 Dalmatians. He played <laughs> Horace or Jasper, because I don't know which one is which. <laughs> Dude, one of them. That's a solid movie, right? That's the one with Glenn Close. Yeah. Dude. Just, just name dropped that one. Wow. Boom. With Hugh Laurie played the other guy. Mm. Horace or Jasper. One of them. That's your magic where you can mm. match the name and the face with each other. I can just match the face to the thing that they've been in. So it's like, yeah, the guy yeah, from but Harry that's Potter. Helpful. It's there. That's helpful Off too. The Weasley. <laughs> that's helpful too. Because, and I find, because we were talking about this, where I don't recognize a lot of people in Father Brown episodes like I do in Murder, She Wrote. There are so, and it is wild. And you know, because I am always snapping you and your sister every time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, so-and-so's in this episode. Like Courtney Cox was in season one, I think. And all of a sudden she's there and she's a big part of the episode. Yeah, she's the daughter of like- Isn't she the niece of Yeah. And Jessica, an event- Ooh. It's her wedding. It's her wedding. Yeah. But then also Billy Zane is yes. there. Okay. So <laughs> that yes is exactly where yeah. I was going with All this right. because it is it toot is April. Toot. It is April. And so <laughs> we are doing Titanic themed episodes yes. all through April. Mm-hmm. They're going to have, you know, a loose Titanic theme. You're still going to get your favorite content like Best Budge and Ages of Aquarius and all that stuff. But it's going to be more Titanic mm-hmm. focused. We're noticing it. We're noticing it. Yeah. And so that was something that happened this past week. And I'm in season, I think it's season four or six somewhere. Mm-hmm. I've lost count to the mid seasons, though. Totally lost count. Mur- yeah. 
murder mid-seasons. <laughs> yeah, <that's> so <laughs> the mid-season murders. The I think mid-season that might be a murders. whole separate <laughs> procedural show. That does sound like one. I want to watch that show. Let's make that show. Right, yep, mid-season yes. murders. <laughs> and so, yeah, but it's, you're halfway through. Yeah, somewhere in there. And I snapped the two of you a video of the television playing the scene. And I'm just thinking, dear God, I think that's Billy Zane. And it was. It was a mini little tiny baby, baby Billy. Yeah. Baby Billy. Like he could not have been older than 24. I was going to say like mid-20s. Tiny baby. Yeah. And it was. It was the eyebrows. Mm -hmm. But he had all of his hair. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. And I just, oh my gosh, it was adorable. (laughs) And so he, of course, was the one that died. So we didn't get him on screen for very long. Yeah. But it was so fun. And of course, I'm thinking about Titanic and, you know, it's April. It was like, wow, this was serendipitous, like Titanic on the mind. And wow. Because for those of you, if you're not putting this together, there's no shame here, but let us just no. be clear. Billy Zane was in the movie Titanic. Did you know he was? He played Rose's fiance, Cal, yeah. the one who gave her the heart of the ocean and was just the worst. such scum. Mm. Can't even get into Ugh. it. We might just need to yell about Titanic at a fully oh, we different will. yeah episode. We will. Yeah, just <laughs> just we just yell <laughs> about some things. Um, but one <laughs> thing that I love about those episodes too, watching actors and actresses at the beginning of their career where they're like, "Hey, yeah, you've mm-hmm. heard of Angela Lansbury? She has this tight cable TV show called Murder She Wrote. Do you want to be on it?" And now, how many years later, you're going to star in Friends or you're going to be in the blockbuster yeah. hit Titanic. It's just very cool to see people where they started their careers mm-hmm. from. And you get so much of that in Murder, She Wrote. Yes. Um, Mrs. Peacock, who plays Mrs. Peacock. I don't know the actress's name, but in the movie oh, Clue. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know who you're talking yeah. about because she's in one, too. Mm-hmm. And she also plays a politician's yeah. and wife. She play- it's basically it's the same so character. so good. Oh, Ew, it's so good. It's, and like just the... She's bo- amazing. It's bodacious <laughs> acting. Like that's it what is. it is. It's yeah. just like acting out loud so hard. And so yeah. many of the people who are in Murder, She Wrote over the years... <laughs> So many people who are in Murder, She Wrote over the years, they have already done their acting career, made the big time. And now they're like, Angela Lansbury, you have this wonderful show that allows actors and actresses to stay on the Actor and Actress Guild health insurance. Mm -hmm. So come on on to our show and let's just all help each other out and Mm -hmm. ensure that older paying actresses or older paying jobs for actors Mm -hmm. and actresses existed and then all these startup people also jumping in, which like mm-hmm. made it all hot and cool for like, oh my gosh, Billy Zane starting out in his career. I bet that his like family oh, like sat in the living room and like watched the premiere episode of like it just I it's, hope so. It's fun thinking about like just watching mm-hmm. people grow up in those. But yeah, they just don't make TV like they used to, yeah, man. man. I like that perspective because you're right. So many people in Hollywood know Angela Lansbury. Yeah. And that's Rip. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody knows her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> well, okay. Just so a beautiful human. And speaking of, so mm-hmm. then the other British procedural mm-hmm. slash murder show that we wanted <laughs> slash granny TV mm-hmm. that we wanted to talk about today is Rosemary and Time. Which is the new show that we discovered. It's three seasons. It is a British show. And I described it to you like, hey, dude, it's like Murder, She Wrote. If Jessica Fletcher decided to retire from writing and just become a gardener and then... (laughs) She had her best friend who joined her, and then they solved murders together. Yeah. And so that's just what it is, is these two friends, uh, middle-aged women, traveling the English countryside together, being hired to uh, renovate these gardens. And when I say gardens, I don't mean gardens in the way I say here. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. we live in, you know, the Midwest 
suburbs of America where it's just you have a yard that's less than, you know, quarter of an acre plot of land. Yep. And you've got a little garden around your house. Nay, nay. No, 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 no. Um, these are gardens like multiple, multiple acres. And these are estates. Estates. Mm-hmm. These are estate gardens. Are grounds. It is a grounds kind of situation. Yes. And so it's very fun, especially for you and I, because we are plant people. We're plant people. Uh, we're plant people. And so then just to see these other two characters who are just plant people, mm-hmm. because one of them is okay, so here, let me back up a little bit, right? Okay. So it's Rosemary and Time mm-hmm. because get this. One of them's name is Rosemary, and the other one's name is Laura, but her last name is Time. And so it's Rosemary and Time. And so it's so cute. So uh, Laura is a retired police officer, and she just likes to garden as her hobby. And so she starts working for Rosemary when they meet and become friends. And Rosemary is a professor. She is a biologist. I think she's some some sort of botanist. But she's mainly been like in the lab and in the classroom. And so she is now designing these gardens. And she knows everything there is to know about botany and so she's the one who gets to select things and also you know sometimes there's like interesting things happening out in nature too where they find you know rare types of flowers or whatever or sometimes there's trees that have diseases and they have to figure out why so there's also like plant mysteries like there's murders every time but sometimes there's science and then that's also a treat so I just loved that show and I cruise through it because it's British and so that means a season is just 10 episodes. Yeah. It's like, what is that? You can guarantee six to 10 episodes per season. It is an afternoon. (laughs) And so, (laughs) yeah, I just, and there's only three seasons and this was Mm -hmm. like mid 2010s. And so, you know, it it wasn't a super long time ago, but it's not on the air anymore. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed that. I think I watched some of the episodes twice because again I just had it on while I was like doing dishes or something yeah so it was delightful yeah when you find a show like that that's just a good good company and I don't know you played a bit of the first episode for me and I saw that it was excuse me the woman who plays Trunchbull in Matilda and yes. then an actress you called that I out. recognized from Doctor Who. Yeah. And so it was just really cute to be like, oh, wow, this was before they went off and did different things. But mm-hmm. just fantastic powerhouse ladies. Just it's also just such a good buddy show, like two women out there gardening and living their lives. Mm-hmm. And also, oh, wow, a dead body. How'd that happen? Now we're another murder. How'd that happen? Yeah. Yeah. It is That's a great. show about friendship and plants. It's friendship and plants. Which really hit my heart mm-hmm. because we are also a show, a podcast about friendship and plants. You sure are. <laughs> and which is very special because today is a Best Buds episode. Oh, Best, best buds. buds. And we get to talk about pew, our plants. I love talking about our plants. Oh, I do too. Mm-hmm. It's really great. Yep. Mm. Yes, I've got an iced coffee today. Stay caffeinated. I have a smaller. That's lovely. A smaller, tiny coffee. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. That's nice. Yeah, okay. Who are you talking about um, today? My question. Mm-hmm. Should we do my plant, do a stretch break, and then come back, do your plant? I love that rock idea. it out. I love that <gasps> idea. That's a great oh idea. Oh my gosh, you guys, mm-hmm. you know what's happening in the next 20 okay, to 30 minutes. Plan. Here we go. Sit back, everybody. We figured mm-hmm. it out collectively. This is what we're going to do. Okay, you guys, so here was my fun weekend that fiance Eric has been planning for a while. So um, happy Aries season to all of our Arieses out there. It is hugely Aries season and the force is strong in our mm-hmm. household. The chaos mm-hmm. is here. It is happening. It's here. Um, fire, already fire, have fire. one broken light that mm-hmm. didn't survive the week, but then Eric mm-hmm. got to glue it back mm-hmm. together, which was also a fun activity for him. Yeah. And yep. I saw that lamp and I didn't even realize because <laughs> the I, I think I showed like pointed that out because all of the glass, it's kind of that crackled texture 
Mm-hmm. So it's meant to kind of look like that. So I didn't even notice. Can't even see the shards. How many bits he glued back together. <laughs> I seriously would have just thrown it away because I have no patience for yeah. that. Nope. That's um. He was Amazing. determined. And then he also just had um glue on mm-hmm. his fingers the rest of the night, which was also a hilarious. Just I really I'm appreciating mm-hmm. the bouquet that is my fiance. That in is just all the ways. Some yep. Aries behavior right there. For so one of the things that we have in our home that I love is we have a larger room that has taller ceilings. And so Eric and I have been wanting to suspend plants from that area for a really long time. We've been thinking about how to do it. Do we do hooks? Do we do rope? Do we um, do, mm-hmm. you know, like a, what are they called? Like metal tension wire kind of thing. Oh, sure, Like sure, a sure. steel yeah. cable. You know, yep. how can we make it look cute and nice? Mm-hmm. So Eric came up from the basement a couple nights ago and said, hey, I bought something. It'll be here in a couple days. And he purchased some black kind of old looking pulleys wheels mm, to put cute. rope on to make a complicated pulley system which is my favorite kind of pulley system <laughs> and so he bought two pulleys and we chose two plants to then put up and suspend in the living room cool so yeah one of them was his uh neon pothos yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's really long so it's going to it is very long and it's going to be next to the tradescantia so it's going to be pretty yeah but the other one which I was very excited about is my Tahiti finally has a home mm-hmm. and it looks like almost like a spider, almost like hanging down above all of the plants. It looks so stinking cool. So my plant of the week this week is my philodendron Tahiti. I've had it for maybe a year and a half. Mm-hmm. We certainly bought them after I moved in to my newer home. So it has yes. not been quite two years. No, nope, not it's quite two years. right in the interim of there. Um, but I have a picture that I'm going to pull up. Ooh, yay. One of the things that I love about philodendrons, mm-hmm. and especially Tahiti's, is how their leaves do, like, they look like fingers. I'm holding my hands up right now in yes. a four yep. on either side. But it's, like, spiky, jagged, but mm-hmm. not. And it's kind of, like, yeah. floppy. And they have just the good philodendron-like one leaf after another segmenting with mm-hmm. nodes so it's also easy to propagate. Yes. So it's been really fun to have that help it grow. I mm-hmm. definitely broke off multiple parts in the last couple months just messing with the tendrils. Um because I really wanted to do a curly cur- cue. <sighs> yes. Me. I wanted to do a curly cue and I think I've talked about that before on the podcast mm-hmm. is that I rotate it just a little bit towards the light and I want the tendrils to do the thing. Well, now that mm-hmm. we got it all hung up, it was like, okay, well, that's that's not going to be a thing anymore. But all of the hooks are now holding all the tendrils up. And here is Yeah, a so then you can just keep guiding picture. it. Picture! Dude, that looks amazing. Isn't that tight? Whoa! It's so big. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even realize how long those have gotten. That is beautiful. That is going to look so cool. I can't wait to see that in person. Yeah. Because, yeah, out. you do have in- some incredible vaulted ceilings in your living room. And the, like, flare, the the width of these mm-hmm. leaves, I feel like you can have it 10 feet in the air. And it's yes. not like, oh, that's just a little tiny plant over there. No, that yeah. is it is substantial. Yeah. It is substantial. Philodendron power. Yes. Well, and you and I, you're right, you and I bought tahitis together Mm -hmm. at Tonkadale. And I think they were six-inch hanging pots. Yeah. Weren't they? Yeah. Yep. And I liked them because they had thick. They did. They had some thick stems. And yours continued to grow gloriously. Mine got chopped up almost immediately. Mm -hmm. And something happened. I didn't care for it properly. I don't know how. But something happened. And mm-hmm. so I chopped it up. And now I just have parts that are starting to grow back. And like my tiny propagation. So now I just have a four inch. They're so cute. Like Aww. little tiny pat. And it's just starting to grow. And it's very exciting. So it's amazing to see yours because yours took a whole different journey. And it looks incredible. Thank you. Oh, and I love the wheel because it's it's like an antique 
it makes looking it, yeah. real. It just really, yeah, it's adding some some style he to that some, plant pulley. He spent some time picking out the rope color to make sure that it was like mm. a nice looking rope color. There was some thought that went into it. And mm-hmm. that was the big thing. Like, I love the idea of putting the plants up. I just want it to look nice and not be in the way. And I think that he really sure. executed that journey. And mm-hmm. it was all about getting my Tahiti off the floor. Because yeah. it was in a plant hook that was just in everyone's way all the time. Because it was an inside plant. plant now. Yeah. It's just yeah. too big. It's too big. It outgrew yeah. the home you built for it. Yeah. So now we have to put it in the air. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that we've started a dangerous thing um, with oh our complicated pulley system. But I also just told Eric, okay, this is what we're going to do between now and October. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to see what survives next winter. And then we're going to make some assessments on how many more pulleys can we put in the living room. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Philodendron Tahiti. Doesn't have a name, but... Dang, I like that plant. It is a cool plant. It's a cool plant. And are you going to put that picture on the Instagram? Sure am. Yes. Yep. 100%. It's cool. Go check it out. It's worth it. That pulley is very neat. Yeah. We'll get some close-ups. Love it. Well, is it time for a stretch break? It sure is. I need to rehydrate and um, cramps. Cramps. Ditto. (laughs) Let's stretch it out and we'll be back in a few minutes. Hey, Abpod listeners. Hope you're feeling groovy, and this episode is bringing a slice of nice to your day. Did you know you could follow AquariusBehavior.pod on Instagram to see weekly episode updates and behind-the-scenes podcast pictures? Yeah, it's true. You can also email the show at AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com to share your friendship stories or suggest a segment. Stay hydrated, buddies. Now on with the show. We ready to talk about plants? Nope. Let's talk about plants. Let's talk about plants. Plants, 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 plants. Plants, 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 plants. Plants, 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 that was great. Wow. Whoa. The music we team. We just like rolled with that. That was kind of magical. Music team worked really hard on that segment. Mm. Beautiful. Wow. <laughs> totally improv right there. <laughs> okay. Oh. Welcome back. You guys, stretch break. <clears throat> great stretch break, Nicely everybody. done. So hydration. <sighs> Much good. nice. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to talk about my plan now. Yes. Tell me about your plan. Okay. So today I am going to talk about my ficus burgundy. And this is my second ficus burgundy that I've owned. My first one perished. This is a reincarnation. And her name is Lady Catherine de Burgundy. Fabulous. So I've been saving this plant to talk about until we got to Pride and Prejudice Uh season. Because she is named after Lady Catherine de Bourgh. Lady Catherine de Bourgh. Lady Catherine de Bourgh. <laughs> Lady Catherine de Burgundy. Yes. And so it's just a lot of noise on the screen. <laughs> uh, uh, if anyone's listening to this, they're so annoyed, probably. Um, but False. yes, so uh, Lady Catherine de Burgundy. I love ficus. I love yeah. ficus. I think they're great. Ficus are also very fickle plants, as we've talked about before, because I've talked about ficus in previous episodes. Mm -hmm. But I still love them. And one of the reasons I love them is because I think it's interesting that they go into dormant phases and that they're just I think most plants have dormant seasons. But like ficus, it's very it's just dramatic. I just think that they're dramatic plants. They fake you out. Which is totally Lady Catherine de Bourgh. <laughs> and so clearly that's why she is named as such, because she is just drama. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, this is the reincarnation of my original plant. Just had to buy a new one. First one didn't work out. <laughs> just just didn't whatever work out. reason, we're not going to get into just that today. Uh, but it just didn't work out. And so I bought this plant year and a half ago maybe yeah Mm -hmm. and so i've had it and it hadn't grown at all nothing nothing it just just looking at it it. dropped a couple leaves and then just nothing and it wasn't dead though because you know you do i do the uh the secret garden trick 
you know, where Dickon shows Mary how to tell when the plant's alive because there's the wick and there's the green. It's got the wick. And so I knew it wasn't dead. And also what's cool, what I think is so cool about ficus is they're rubber trees. And so when you prune them or if a, a bit of it snaps off, there is sap, right? Oh. And so it's like this white looks like sap white out almost it does yeah. yeah or like like a white glue mm-hmm. because it's a rubber tree and so like that's what rubber is made from yeah. so i think it's very interesting so again dramatic what a dramatic plant mm-hmm. <laughs> drama and so okay what's very exciting though is that not only was i waiting to share about this plant because it was just like on theme with our pride and prejudice season mm-hmm. but it has actually started sprouting out leaves for the first time oh. since I got it. And mm-hmm. so it's been very exciting. It happened at the beginning of the year. And so we've had about three months where it has now started sprouting out leaves. And Ooh. I did send you a couple pictures. Are you directing so me to? You may now check your text uh, messages. Mm, uh, I sent yes. you three pictures Ooh. because they're kind of various... Uh, angles and so there are two which are close-ups oh the photography of, mm-hmm. of new little oh. I, I don't know what you call them but they're like new little leaf clusters yeah, and then the yeah it's just like a baby cluster <gasps> of all these tiny leaves and then there's one where it's the whole plant from above and so you can see uh the more mature original leaves which are really Wow. <laughs> like bigger than my hand. Oh, yeah. No, that's and as big as your face. <laughs> no, this is as big leaves. as your face. These new leaves are beady tiny. <laughs> so, just little babies. Are there, okay, so is this ficus all one plant or are there multiple ficus in here? Do you know? I don't actually remember. It might be, there might be two because there are three trunks. That's what I'm saying. It's and like, so I don't remember of- if they're all connected. Okay. Or if they are individuals. Yeah. Just the growth that's happening on multiples. Yes. Like either it's loving mm-hmm. life and it's all the same or you might just have two in there just rocking it out. Yes. Wow. The so, gorgeousness. Thank you. It's been exciting. <gasps> I love and so when you they can come in see, dark. Yes. And so <sighs> that's what's lovely about uh, ficus burgundy is because it's the new leaves that come in that are just this beautiful, rich, like earthy brown red it's like this brick red mixed with the brown you know burgundy one might call it yeah you the burgundy it, color uh, yep it's uh, that yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is mahogany <laughs> It's a, it's a mahogany. It's Which a, is funny because... Burn hogany. Your ficus burgundy's name is Ron Burgundy. So. <laughs> it's Everyone's funny. doing That's a why. great okay. job. I love a punny plant name, man. I do. Uh, so, yes. So the point where I'm at now with this plant is that I keep watching it thinking, okay, is this like an actual growth spurt or... You know what's going on, but it keeps popping out leaves. And so this looks like it is some serious growth spurt. And so I'm at the point where I'm wondering if I prune these original leaves or keep them. Because Mm. what I do know is that when there's a lot of new growth like this, pruning the old leaves could really help accelerate the plant's growth because then it's not spending energy growing those old big leaves. And those are probably bound to fall off anyway. They're on probably the within the year. Next winter's list. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's what I've been thinking about this week Ooh. as I've been looking at this plant. So if you're listening and you have any opinions or instructions, yeah. please leave a comment in our Instagram, DM us, email us. Yeah. I'm very curious because I'm a little I'm a little scissor shy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that this is also the time of year when doing those things, like especially yeah. a little bit more of an intrusive, like how much is too much? Mm-hmm. What is your experience with ficus burgundy? How mm-hmm. do they're they're not easy plants like you have a gift yeah. for ficus, even though this is your second, you know, mm-hmm. Lady Catherine de Burgundy. But you yeah. you still do really well with ficus and those types of plants. And it's because thank you. You you can you. hear them whispering to you when they're like, "Hey, mm-hmm. hey, Morgan, thanks." 
Well, I mean, and you know, Enya, as we've met in a previous episode, mm-hmm. she's four years old. Yeah. I think she's been with me maybe five years. Mm-hmm. I'm just a little shy with this one because it's my second. So yeah. if yeah. you have any thoughts, please let me know. Any advice? Yep. Pop I it on the Insta. so here for it. Mm-hmm. Please, 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 please. So that's my best bud. Sage words from our listeners. <laughs> now, Samantha, we've mm-hmm. shared our best buds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have a little extra tidbit for us today. Ooh, <clears throat> a bonus. Uh, we have a bonus. Ooh. A little bonus. A little bonus. It I was is a bonus. saying bonus, but thinking side quest in my head. And so that came oh. out as bonus. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're going to do today. So as we have mentioned a few times. Wait. It's April. It's April? Which means it's not only Aries, but it's Titanic season. It can't be. What? So. Have we mentioned this before? If you are unfamiliar, the RMS Titanic sunk to the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean at nearly 2 a.m. on April 14th, 1912. Samantha and I are a little obsessed with mm. Titanic history, yeah. with the James Cameron 1997 movie Titanic. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. We're very interested in the so documentaries, the behind all the, the documentaries. Scenes. I mean, I mean, no, I fascinated. Last night, last night I watched a 20 minute long YouTube video of just a generated walk through the Titanic <gasps> that was just someone's like oh CG'd. That's yeah, cool. Of like a huge engine, yeah, the uh, rendering and whatever, and it just played piano music and flew me through the Titanic. Just you never know when it's going to sneak up on you, but I'm always open. That's awesome. for Titanic content because not too long ago I watched a YouTube video of this person walking through their Minecraft world, <gasps> which was built as the Titanic. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, that's so cool. And it was historically accurate. Oh. It was insane. I sent it to my fiance because he likes Minecraft. And I was like, yeah. look at two of our passions <laughs> colliding. <Yeah. laughs> like, there's a place for us. There's a place <laughs> for us. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, truly amazing, though. Thank you so much to those people making that content. Yeah. It's amazing what you find on the internet. And I never know when it's going to stumble into my life, but all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's like, well, I guess I'm watching a 20-minute Titanic video because yeah. there is no other choice. That is the option. It's true. Mm-hmm. So because it is Titanic season, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about something Titanic-related that also has to do with plants. Ooh. I know. So... Uh, that's what we're going to do right now. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. Okay, I cool. Am, I am intrigued. Okay. Neato Tito. So uh, <laughs> Tito. let's learn a little bit of the t- about the Titanic. So the Titanic okay. launched for its maiden voyage on April 12th, 1912. Okay. So we are sailing to New York. Mm-hmm. Beep, beep. Toot, toot. Beep. Chugga chugga, swish swish. So dolphins, Titanic, dolphins, 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 dolphins. Yeah. We're queen of the world, uh-huh. <clears throat> yep, yep. so to speak. So Titanic was a Royal Mail ship or a Royal Mail steamer. Okay, that's what the RMS means. And so what that means is essentially the ship was certified and contracted to transport mail along with its passengers. Uh oh. So it had like you know. USPS oh, at your had- service. Oh my god! <laughs> so like, <gasps> yeah. So we often talk about obviously the people, yeah, who perished because that is what is most important. Yeah, there also were their possessions on board. Mm-hmm. There was also just random bags of people's mail, dude, dude. So letters, <gasps> packages, uh, companies also sent packages on the RMS Titanic to be delivered to be delivered to America. So among the letters and various packages being delivered to America, the German flower breeder Ernst Bennery also sent precious cargo on the Titanic. 
In 1909, Benary released a flower hybrid called the Prima Donna Begonia. <gasps> the German company sent 400 packages of seed on the Titanic. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, no. the package never arrived. Oh, no. His flower. <laughs> so a little bit more about oh, these seeds, gosh. too. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yes. A little bit more about these seeds and why they're important, okay? I'm just absorbing. I'm, I'm This is all new information. I didn't even... So this is a new mm-hmm. flower that they had hybrided in Germany, and yes. this is like now the first production to send it over to North America. And they're like, "All right, Titanic, you got this." Correct. Okay. So okay. what I what I could read, what I could find in my research about this, these seeds were known as an F one hybrid. Okay. Which essentially means it was the first generation of hybrid. That makes sense. So yes. Yeah, so like you said, like these Aww. were these are like original seeds. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. No. Like this was also like this this flower does not occur naturally. It was a hybrid. It was grown in a lab. It was created by science. And what was it called again? It is it's- called a prima donna. Begonia. Begonia. Prima Donna Begonia. The Prima Donna Begonia. Mm. Haven't yes. heard of that one. I wonder why. Interesting, <laughs> Interesting. right? Interesting. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so that's where we are. So cool. the ship goes down uh. and this this box of these 400 packets of seeds yeah. is, is lost along with 1,200 lives and various other objects. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's fast forward now. It's 2010. Uh, okay, so before we jump to 2010, in my knowledge of sea things, mm-hmm. as soon as seeds are exposed to dark salt water, I feel <laughs> like they might not be successful unless they were weatherproofed in some way. So now yes. we're fast forwarding correct 100 years. Right. So, okay. So, 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 yes. Um. Yes. So, so yes. Let's talk about science. I'm glad you interrupted this because let's talk about this for a moment. So, yeah. seeds yeah. Mm-hmm. do need water mm-hmm. in order to grow into a plant. Yes. They require dirt, water, and sunshine. Mm-hmm. So, but usually those are more, you know, equal parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The percentage and and the portion control mm-hmm. is important, and the salt content. Yeah, I don't think plants love salt. No, I don't think that they're into. I don't that. think they love it. Um, <laughs> they love like distilled waters, like, like pure things, and seeds. also, so you don't typically grow seeds from only water. Like maybe if you're an avocado, that works. <laughs> only if but you typically, are an avocado. You know, typical seeds uh-huh. need more than just water. And then that's just going to render them inactive. They'll just essentially drown, maybe mold. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So darkness so, and salt water. Okay. They went down they with went the ship. They went down with the ship. They went down with the ship. They went down with the ship. So okay. now we're going to fast forward. The Titanic was discovered in ooh, 1984, 1986. I think 1986. Maybe I'm remembering off the top of my head. Uh, let me know if I'm incorrect. <laughs> 86, Put it in the comments. 86 feels right, but fact check it because check it. it's Titanic month and everyone should be brushing up on their Titanic facts. Yes. Exactly. So um, now we're in 2010. Okay. So at this point, RMS Titanic Inc. exists. And RMS Titanic Inc. is the corporation that owns the Titanic wreckage. Uh And so they are the only people who can legally dive down to the Titanic now at this point and uh, remove any wreckage. And so they're the ones that you have to go to like... (laughs) Jimmy Cam wants to go down there. He's got to contact RMS Titanic Inc. Hi, hey Titanic guys. Corp. <laughs> hey guys, Can I, I take my robots want to hang out. There? And they're like, "Oh, Jimmy, <laughs> you again? Don't you have another avatar to make?" <laughs> so, so they, it's 2010. Okay? okay, they're going down. They're doing, you know, some new discovery, and. Um, they decide to pull up some wreckage and some artifacts at this point. Among those brought up from the ocean floor is a box from the wreckage, which contained 400 packages of seeds. Ooh. 
and each package contained roughly 2,000 seats. Whoa, whoa, that's so many. These were the prima donna <gasps> the begonia seeds from Benary's. Okay. Miraculously, the seeds had remained in their airtight container. <gasps> Shut up. 12,500 feet below the surface of the ocean. Ah, pressurized and everything. <gasps> and due to the high pressure and freezing temperature on the ocean floor, the seeds were preserved <laughs> almost cryogenically. That's so cool. Okay. So airtight plus mm-hmm. pressure mm-hmm. plus darkness plus frozen. It's literally freezing. It's between it's so- like 32 <gasps> to 30. Four degrees Fahrenheit, maybe. So my, it's freezing temperatures down my there. My brain is alight with feelings. Uh-huh, wow. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so cool. Thank goodness that they did them airtight and everything. And like, isn't that wild? Wow. I know. Oh, because that's you so hear about, cool. like, I've heard about I didn't know perfume bottles for and long. cologne bottles yeah. that have been brought up, or, you mm-hmm. know, a wine bottle that still has the cork in it, and just how amazing that is. Yeah, so these seeds actually were still dry. Wow. And seemed to be okay. Yeah. Like in usable condition. Dude. Okay. So here's okay. the story gets even more interesting okay. though. Just wait for it. Okay. Stop. How can it? Okay. <laughs> Go. So, this is amazing. <clears throat> so thanks to German salvage laws, Benary was able to reclaim the seeds. Uh-huh. They took possession of them and they brought them back to their labs. <gasps> So this is now a company that is like a big thing. His seed company has, in the last hundred years, become even mm-hmm. more of a cool company. And now... It's still open. Like, this this company has been around now for, like, almost 200 years, I tight. think. Ugh, and so, cool. yeah. So they were still around. So they're like, oh. And they were able to reclaim their property. Our seeds? Yes. At the bottom of the ocean, yeah. you found them? And so they take them back <laughs> to their lab. The seeds were germinated, and 30% of them survived. No way. So this yielded roughly 3,000 trays of liners. <gasps> the trays are uh-huh. 24 liners each. Uh-huh. These trays sold for around $600 per tray. Per tray. When the flowers were released for sale in April 2014, for the 102nd anniversary of the Titanic sinking. Cool! Okay. And these seedlings were renamed Titanic Begonias. Oh! Ow! So there are begonias out there <laughs> that are essentially ancestors of seeds that were, quote-unquote, cryogenically frozen for 100 years on the bottom of the Atlantic... And then resurrected. Oh my gosh. Ghost flowers. Like ghost so flowers. That's what I learned about Dude. plants in the Titanic. Dude. <laughs> Have you ever heard about this? No. I've, I've never. never. Morgan, I've never heard about this. This is cool. so I'm cool. Glad. I uh, just uh. Are you going to yell about it? I am going to yell about it. I'm just, I'm just also thinking about like coincidence and circumstance and like destiny, destiny and like the fact that that company still existed to then reclaim their box and they could then do the science on them. And we had the technology to go down there and get the thing and through, I mean, all of the Titanic sinking and everything that happened there were probably so many close calls that could have been illustrated in a movie for us to show us exactly how many close calls there were on its way down. How many crabs crawled over it? Like, I mean, how many little fishes were just like, mm, "What's in here?" It just—it's amazing to me. If, if you it's don't call amazing. that, if you don't call that a miracle, yeah, dude, I don't know what is. Like right. that, the odds of that happening. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Also, yeah. science is so cool. Yeah. We are scientists on this podcast. Yep, We've talked about it many times mm-hmm. before. This is incredible to me. Absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah. And I also love that there was a scientist who just said, what if? Like, wouldn't it be interesting? Like, it probably won't happen. But I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. All the variables are there. Mm-hmm. It seems like it could work. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
unbelievable. It's, I also unbelievable. Just going back to the news too of them getting like the telegram or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, old timey nineteen twelve communication of the Titanic sunk, and they're like, oh, all, all of our seeds, seeds were on there. <laughs> oh. Oh, like it really stinks that people died and everything, but us personally, we were affected because our seeds went to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. It just, I, it also, I mean, it's to cool. be fair too. So as I was, you know, looking, looking around the internet, mm-hmm. these seeds actually were a big deal in the botany community. Oh yeah. And so I, if you, it seems like if you really did know plants and you were like really into horticulture, you probably knew about these seeds because they were a, like we were talking about an F1 hybrid, but they were also, I was reading something about how it was one of the world's first F1 hybrids at the very beginning of the 1900s. Nuh-uh. And so at the beginning of the 20th century, scientists are starting to actually create their own hybrids of plants for the first time. It's not just oh. happening out in the wild or, mm-hmm. you know, even through bees of where, hey, we're going to put plants next to each other and the bees will pollinate them and create other ones. This was a lab created flower. And, you know, this was one of so this was a very big deal. Mm. But yeah, like you said, it's something that I had never heard about. It's not something that we widely talk about because rightfully so, we're more focused on survivor stories. Of course we. Yeah. And so absolutely. It was just but it was such an interesting thing that I came across that I had to share during our Best Mm. Buds episode in April because it (gasps) blew my mind. It blew my mind. Yeah. I, just, I still am having a hard time fathoming. And I and I was looking for two because all of these you can't buy them anymore. I was looking to see, oh my gosh, is that any, was going to be my next question. Do them. we get Titanic begonias? Can we fill the pod no. lounge with them? Okay. We unfortunately can't. Right. And I don't Blessings. know, you know, what their situation is either. If it's I mean, is this an, an annual? Is it a perennial? I don't know mm-hmm. what its situation is. Mm-hmm. But what I what does it need to survive? I, So I was trying to track on the internet, who bought these flowers? Where did they go? Did they get purchased by some large chain somewhere? Can I buy a descendant of these Titanic begonias? (laughs) And I I couldn't track any further than they were sold in April of 2014. And it... I, I actually saw an advertisement on Facebook for them, and it was an article of like, hey, here's where you can find the sale, and it was interesting. And then I found some other articles more about the science behind them. So I, I got to find kind of an array of information from different sources, but don't know what happened to them. Mm-hmm. And it and I even looked as far as... <laughs> like ebay yeah see if anyone maybe was selling them couldn't find anything so it's like you have eight minutes for a google search just to see what's out there hit there yeah hit the hot spots and not not apparent no there was nothing on the first page of Mm. google search could be on the dark web it could be on the dark web but (laughs) i don't have access to that so dude what if there's just like a whole underground dark web plant begonia? But yeah, but yeah. for plants, for specifically like Titanic plant, like historically significant plants. Ooh, mm-hmm. descendants, descendants of, of historically get out of significant my brain. plants <laughs> because some plants can live for her. Okay, so back to Granny shows really quick. You know, when you're watching an episode of whatever, for me, it's Murder, She Wrote, and I see like a really pretty ficus in the background or the palm, and it's just like, wow, look at that plant. Wow, that's a really Mm -hmm. nice plant. I wonder who took care of the plants on the lot for this scene. (sighs) Maybe that is where those plants' descendants go. Mm -hmm. It's like, can I buy a descendant of the Murder, She Wrote ficus? Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. did, Did Angela Lansbury touch... It's like grandmother plant leaves. Yes. Did she boop boop it? Like Did she we boop, boop boop that plant. Yeah. These are what I'm wondering. Ooh, mm-hmm. I love that. That's gonna be that. Maybe is like my next venture. Is it's not so much what type of plant I am collecting, but it's where that plant came from. Yeah. Like, what is the lineage of yes. this plant? Purebred <laughs> plant. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> And then I can start propagating them too. <laughs> Be like, this is the plant that came from the plant of this person. Yeah. 
done. Next business venture. <laughs> you guys, you guys, forget about Abpod. This is now, nope, we are now 100% looking for plants. Do you know a plant that's been famous in something? Oh my gosh. Tell, tell us, us about it. We're very interested. Or if you have a famous if, plant. If you have a famous oh, plant. I want to know. There's there's pet Instagrams, there's people Instagrams, mm. and like, yeah, there's plant Instagrams, but there's not a lot of famous plants. Like, I want to know famous what, plants of Instagram. What are the famous plants of Instagram? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Questions. Mm-hmm. I absolutely want to know. Well, well, I think that wraps up us buds. Oh, man. And it was Titanic. It was plants. Yeah. It was secrets. It was mystery. It was treasure. It was the ocean. This episode had everything. Mm-hmm. So many of the things I like. Wow. Wow. And we're going to continue talking about Titanic next week. You what guys. do we have for our listeners? You guys. To titillate their earbuds. Let me tell you. So you know how Morgan and I get on this and we yell about things? You guys get ready. We're yelling about Titanic. We're going to yell about Titanic a whole lot. A lot. A lot. And it's going to be it's going to be weird because it's going to be us from the past. From the past. <gasps> yes. The past. Yes, because we did we did go to the theaters to see the 25th anniversary <laughs> yeah, we did. of Titanic 3D on the big screen in 3D. <laughs> Woo! And it was glorious. It was glorious. And so we are coming at you next week from the past because we wanted to remember everything. So we mm-hmm. recorded this episode in February, yep. like right after we saw it. Yeah. And we are going to hit you up with it and just tell you all of our thoughts and all feelings. Of thoughts. So, you know, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Titanic, but we're going to yell about it. So between now and then, if you haven't watched you have Titanic, time. just you, have time. you definitely have time to just yep. go soak that in. And um, you guys, love and abundance. We'll see you. We'll see you next week, uh, Morgan and Samantha from February past. Yes, we'll be greeting you, and then you know we'll we'll see you guys. What's the one after that, Morgan? Do we have a book nook coming up or an Ages of Aquarius? No, they're secrets. <gasps> I don't even know. Oh no, no, no! But it's Titanic there's month, stuff. so there's extra secrets. Yeah, who even knows? I haven't even planned that far ahead. <laughs> I love this so podcast. Uh, you just asked me, and then I panicked. Like, pff, yeah. I'm not ready to answer that. Nope. Beautiful. Now our listeners know too. <laughs> but tune in. Thanks for being here. <laughs> we love you a lot. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>